Tonight, the Nashville Predators take on the Seattle Kraken in game two of their five-game Western road trip. To preview this matchup, I am joined by Locked On Kraken host Erica Ayala to talk about the similar challenges that the Predators and Kraken are working through as they get ready to take the ice tonight. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Predators podcast, and thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Of course, have to start the episode out with a special shout out to our Locked On Predheads, our everyday listeners who tune in to talk about Predators hockey every day with us. We thank you for your support, and we love that we get to spend a little bit of your day with you. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at the Hockey News, and I am usually joined by my partner in crime, Nick Morgan. But today I am joined by good friend of the show, Erica Ayala. She is the host of Locked on Kraken. We are going to take some time and talk about our respective teams and what is similar and what may be different from when these two teams last faced off on October 12th. But before we get into that, I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That is $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. It is Preds Kraken tonight, the second matchup of the season for these two teams. Let's jump right into our squad cast or squid cast, as we call it when we play the Kraken with Erica Ayala. Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken and Locked on Predators. I am Erica L. Ayala, host of Locked on Kraken, alongside Ann Kimmel co-host of Locked on Predators, and we are getting you ready for game day. Ann, how you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Game days are a little nerve-wracking here in Nashville, but I'm I'm feeling good. At least I get to talk it through with you. So you know that's always going to be fun and exciting, Erica. Oh, for sure. Well, we've already given you one of your wins on the season. Thank but you. You're very welcome. Uh, you know, looking to see, though, if the Seattle Kraken can improve at home. Haven't had the greatest home record, and we are going to be hosting the Nashville Predators tonight on the bobblehead night for the one and only John Forslund. Hey, hey, what do you say to that? All right, we're going to get started with uh, knowing a little bit about the road team, the Nashville Predators. Now, you've played nine games leading up to tonight's contest that will be hosted by the Seattle Kraken at the beautiful Climate Pledge Arena. What are some things that we need to know about the Predators through the first nine games? Well, what you need to know is we're still figuring out this Nashville Predators team. Of course, we have seen y'all earlier in the in the season, 
But Nashville, everything is a little new and fresh here. We have a new head coach, new systems, new roster. And so everybody is still sort of trying to sift out what is real about the Nashville Predators and what is maybe a high, a low, where is this team going to level out? So there's still a lot of questions about the Nashville Predators, questions about the roster, questions about some of the star players, and questions about how this team is going to end up doing as this season goes on I like what you said there trying to figure out what is real I know we're going to talk about the Kraken coming up later on this Squadcast Squidcast episode so I'll I will save my comments until then but great question what is real mm-hmm. uh, what is real unfortunately uh, is that we've seen some injuries plague Uh, both teams, but let's talk about how that has impacted the Nashville Predators and your roster. Yeah. So one of the offseason signings that everybody in Nashville was so excited about was defenseman, veteran defenseman, Luke Shen. And Barry Trotz, the general manager, brought him in and said, look, we want this physical presence. This is a guy that can turn momentum with a hit with one defensive play. Luke Shen played one game for the Nashville Predators before going on IR. And that's really been a challenge for the Predators. Now, I will say this, the def- the defenseman remaining, um, Andrew Brunette has put a veteran with kind of a younger player, and that's worked out really well. The Predators' defense is doing really well overall, you know, in the league and in, in their games. They're playing really, really well. But losing Luke Shen really makes you go through that what could have been. You know, so we're wrestling with that. Nashville also uh, lost Cody Glass, who is a young player. Love this young guy. Just want to bake him cookies and get him healthy. But he. Because we know you worry, Anne. You know I, how you worry. I do. You know how I worry. You know how I worry. And, you know, this is a young player who is just on the cusp of really breaking through in the NHL. Like he's had some great, you know, great seasons before. Injuries have been a problem for him when he was with the Vegas Golden Knights. The Nashville Predators got him. And he really is just on the verge of really becoming such a big part of this team. And he is out now. He's actually not on the road trip with the Nashville Predators because he is out with a knee injury. Now, it's not as bad as we thought that it was going to be, but it really is affecting the lineup and what the Nashville Predators can do. So even with those changes and, like you said, having one game changer only play the one game with Nashville, I'm sure there are some bright spots as well. I mentioned Saros at the top of the episode and I mean from a distance definitely seems to be one of those bright spots but outside of goaltending who are some other players that you think Kraken fans should keep a keen eye out for for tonight's game? There are probably names that a lot of people aren't quite as familiar with yet, but the people that I think you need to keep your eye on, there is a line that we kind of lovingly refer to them as the kid line. And it's Tommy Novak, Luke Evangelista, and Kiefer Sherwood. And these three guys played together in the AHL with the Milwaukee Admirals, which, you know, you and I have talked a lot about our AHL friends. And they've had a ton of success. They have reunited on the roster right now. And these three guys are playing so well together. You've got two really smart, really quick thinking playmakers with Luke Evangelista and Tommy Novak. And then Kiefer Sherwood, love this kid, undrafted, 
worked his way into the AHL, worked his way up to this NHL roster, and he is like your work guy. He goes to work. He does the hard things, and the three of them are working really well together. This is a line that's producing a lot of offense, and they're also playing really responsible defensively. So if I'm telling you here are some players to worry about, it's going to be Tommy Novak, Luke Evangelista, and Kiefer Sherwood. I'm curious to see if any of the kid line will come up later on the show when we make our own special little take on predictions. Mm -hmm. But before we get ready to turn the tables and talk about the Seattle Kraken, I want to talk about your top points, leaders, goals, assists, and then overall points. Any surprises in who we see in the top? You know, it's funny, our points leader is Philip Forsberg, but I'm also going to say that there's a little bit of a surprise hidden in that good news. Because Philip Forsberg, um, he has one goal, seven assists, eight points, which is fantastic. But I think what everybody in Nashville is surprised by is the fact that those are mostly assists. Philip Forsberg has not found the back of the net yet, and that's the guy. Philip Forsberg is our guy. You know, every team's got the guy that, you know, they're going to score the goal. It's going to change the momentum of the team. It's going to make everybody go, ooh, that was beautiful. That's our guy, Philip Forsberg. And so I think the, there's upside and downside to that. Love that he is a playmaker, but really want to see him get some more goals. That's something we're really looking for. Our goal leader, never saw this one coming, a guy named Colton Sissons. He is, it's like if Miss Maine won the Miss Universe pageant, you know, you'd be like, I know that Maine is a state, but I did not see them win in Miss Universe. That is Colton Sissons. Like, this is a great hockey player, but you didn't see him being the goals leader. He just is on fire right now. He's got five goals in 10 games and he does a lot of other things well. So this is a, he's a fun player to watch and it's an easy player to root for, but we want to see some of these other guys like Philip Forsberg get some goals. And before I let you go, let's also talk about where are the Nashville Predators right now when it comes to the division and overall in the league, and is that better, worse, or about on par for what you expected this far through the season? That's a fair question. So in the Central Division, the Predators right now are fifth in the Central Division, but there are a couple of things that are surprising about that. Number one, the Coyotes are right ahead of them. Let's let's all talk about the Coyotes are doing their thing in doing the Central. Thing. We've got doing them coming thing. up. We've got them coming up next week. Yep. Yep. We do too. I'm a little bit afraid, which is not a sentence that I thought I would say in the off season, but here we are. <laughs> so, but the predators are kind of in the middle of the central division. And honestly, I think we're pretty pleased with that overall, because this was kind of told this season's going to be a reset. We're going to take a step back before we take a step ahead. And I, even though there have been some disappointing losses, I think the predators are surprising themselves surprising the fan base with the talent that they have and what they're putting together. They also had in, in their defense, a really tough October schedule, including the Kraken twice. Although I know now we're in November, but you know, early schedule was really, really tough. So I think overall people feel pretty good about what they see from the predators. And here's the thing, even if they're not winning games, they're playing a faster, more offensive, more exciting style of game. And fans love that. So I think the vibe in Nashville right now is still pretty positive. Okay. We're all about the good vibes. 
I'm going to talk a little bit about Kraken vibes in a minute. And I mean, we were basically the Miss Maine of last year, right? <laughs> you were. So, we so, uh, the evening gown competition, though. <laughs> let's let's see how we're doing in our first year as Miss Universe. <laughs> That's right. but, but first, and uh, you have a message for our listeners. I do. This episode is brought to you by our great friends at the Sleeper app. Look, a new NHL season does bring all sorts of possibilities. Philip Forsberg could score 50 goals if he got going. The Seattle Kraken could hoist the Stanley Cup. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is the number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. You can also catch game highlights, post-game interviews, and review stats and scores on the Sleeper app. And if you like to talk hockey like Erica and I do, you can join the team chat function there and connect with other fans. And playing daily fantasy hockey is fun and easy with Sleeper. Entries can be made under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether players like Jaden Schwartz, Jared McCann, Philip Forsberg, Roman Yossi are going to record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, plus minus, and more. To win 100 times a bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Preds and Kraken fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention and nail your picks and win big. Use promo code Locked On NHL. You'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked On NHL. See sleepers' terms of use for details and locational availabilities. All right, Erica, we've talked some Nashville Predators stuff, but it's time to get into the nitty gritty about Miss Maine, the Seattle Kraken. I love this. So we were talking about Nashville Predator injuries. Talk to me about what's going on with the Seattle Kraken when it comes to injuries here. What do we have going on in Seattle? Yeah, we've got two pretty big injuries. Effectively, um, you know, bone breaks six to eight weeks usually indicates that we've got broken bones happening here. And we had our first injury to Brandon Tanev. Oh, we love him. I know. Brandon Tanev went down in season one, came back healthy in season two, maybe not making the impact that we necessarily would have expected from him, but still bringing that energy um, and then goes out early uh, in season three. We also, Andre Burakovsky, my my goodness. goodness, cannot catch a break. Well, unless it's a clean break, like I just mentioned, unfortunately, also out. Um, and this is upper body with a tan of lower body. And Andre Burakovsky was dealing with a groin injury that just kept at getting agitated, missed the postseason up until his injury last season, was our leading goal scorer. And I've talked about this a lot with locked on Kraken everydayers and OGers, but with Burakovsky, there is an expectation that he would come back healthy and be a massive part of our offense, just like he was when he came to the team last year. So to lose him so early, seven out of our 10 games 
on the road. You know how difficult it is to win on the road. Also playing teams that have been perennial playoff powerhouses. We've already played Colorado. We've already played Tesla. We've played Carolina twice. You know, uh, that's tough. That's been tough. So, yes, the injury bug has hit hard and early. Now, I guess the only thing we can say about that is that we're hoping that both of their recoveries are on track and that they will be able to join us for the latter half of the season. So you just talked about some of the teams that you guys have had to compete with, some top teams in in the league as well. One of the things I notice as I look at the Seattle Kraken schedule is that you all have needed more than 60 minutes in some of these games to get some wins and get some yeah. losses. What what do you see going on in, in the games that you think is keeping this, the Kraken in these hard games? And, and what are the things that you're seeing that they're just not able to quite get it done in 60 minutes? Well, bless our hearts. Uh, <laughs> we have done what honestly has been a little bit of a bugaboo, certainly in season one and at times in season two. And that has been the Seattle Kraken have been able to have a really strong first period. And so some of these overtime or even shootout wins or games, I should say, because not all of them have been wins, if only. Um, we've seen that the Seattle Kraken have actually been able to take a lead early. Now, the flip side of that, of course, is when you have a lead early, but you still go to overtime, you gave up the lead. And yeah. that's been what the trouble has been early on, is not being able to close out games. And Jared McCann had a great quote. We talked about it on Locked on Kraken a few days ago, basically saying that the Seattle Kraken need to play with the same level of intensity, particularly offensively, when they have a lead. They can't take their foot off the gas. They felt at times that they've let other teams in. Perfect example, we went to overtime in our last win the other day against the Tampa Bay Lightning earlier in the week. Let me just paint a picture for you, Anne. Okay. In the third period, in the first period, we put up more shots on goal than we have ever in one single frame in franchise history. Wow. And then in the third period, we only had three shots on goal to 14 for our opponent. Yeah. That's uh, pretty massive momentum swings. And so focusing on the details, continuing to keep your foot on the gas, knowing how to play with a lead is what Seattle is going to have to figure out now that we are out of October and properly in November. Yeah, this is so interesting because I think it's something that Nashville is kind of in the same in the same situation with where there are momentum, there are momentum swings that they just can't keep their foot on the gas with. So this is going to be really interesting. I think that's going to be something very interesting to watch in the game tonight is how does momentum go for these two teams that are both kind of clearly struggling to keep keep it keep it moving in the right direction. Absolutely. So want to talk about some of your points leaders, you know, Jaden Schwartz, four goals, four assists, eight points in 10 games. Three of those, my friend, are power play goals. What is working so well for him? And, and what is his kryptonite? I'm just curious. <laughs> well, I think with Jaden, you're seeing a veteran really step up. And when you were talking about the momentum and how that can impact tonight's game, I was thinking in my head, maybe it's because, you know, we're all about defending the deep, but uh, I was thinking almost like 
if you're on a boat, you want someone that's going to keep that sucker as even keeled as possible. You don't want people flapping around. And I think that's what Jaden has been able to do with and leading by example. Mm, I think he's cute. done a lot of things throughout all three zones that make him effective and that impact the game for the better for the Seattle Kraken. And I think you're seeing that pay dividends for him in that because he's active in all three zones, he's also able to be in a position where he can score, whether assisting another teammate or scoring a goal for himself. So I'm really loving the veteran leadership from Jaden Schwartz. You're talking about goals. I'm going right to goaltending. How's that all going there? I mean, you've got you've got some good options. Do you have a feeling on who the Predators might see in net tonight? Yes. Okay. So I will I will talk generally, and then I'll answer your mm -hmm. second question. Perfect. If you had told me, Anne, uh, even when we did our last Squadcast, that through ten games we would have an equitable split in net between Philip Grubauer and Joey Decord. I would say, what's going on? <laughs> Something's wrong. Throw it all away. Yeah. <laughs> Light the whole thing on fire. Um, however, I am pleasantly uh, surprised because Joey Decord has looked fantastic for yeah. us. I feel like we talked about this before. Martin Jones anchored us in goaltending last season, coming off of a year where things were up in the air with our goaltending in our inaugural season in season one, Martin Jones was really able to get us some key wins early in the season. The Seattle Kraken have not been playing a great team game, especially super early. We did talk though about some of our opponents. We played Vegas off the hop while right. they had their massive slot machine raise their banner. That was super fun. <laughs> um, so again, we've played some pretty, pretty tough opponents. I don't put any of the losses that Philip Grubauer has on him. Joey Decord, I would say the same. I think he's obviously showed that he's a younger goaltender, but has still given us, as Dave Haxtell might say, our head coach might say, every opportunity to win hockey games. I think what you're seeing is just two different styles and a team that, while we do have a lot of veterans, is still learning how to play together. Right. So what I like is that we're seeing Philip Grubauer start to get into the play that made us successful, that made him successful in our playoff run, taking two series all the way to game seven. That's especially what we saw against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think, if I'm being honest, though, first star might have gone to the post, second star to the crossbar. Because, <laughs> listen, it just, it, it bees like that sometimes. And yeah, we've, been the, we've been on the receiving end of that through our first 10 games as well. So yeah. to answer your second question, especially given how Philip Grubauer played against Tampa, knowing that Joey Decord got the, the handful of starts, I guess it was two, it was two or three starts right before the Tampa game, knowing how Philip Grubauer played against Tampa, knowing that we're back home, have had some rest. I think we see Philip Grubauer in net for the Seattle Kraken. Awesome. Okay. I think this is going to be a great matchup. So we've laid out some information about the teams, but you know, we're not done yet because Eric and I live on the edge. We like to predict things <laughs> and we're going to talk about what might swing this game one way or the other. And, you know, we're going to make a couple player predictions as well. We're going to do that coming up here in just a minute. So Anne, earlier you talked about the sleeper app. 
you know that when you're drafting a fantasy team, daily fantasy or otherwise, you want to make sure that you get the solid players, the best of the best. Don't you wish you could do the same for your business? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place, which makes it super convenient. You can find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like instant match assessments and even virtual interviews. And if you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. I'm a business owner. I know how tough it is to find solid teammates that not only are going to get the job done, but that you hope are franchise players. And something like Indeed is going to help you sift through everything and find what you need in a timely manner. So visit indeed.com backslash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com backslash locked on and you will get everything that you need to make your business run successfully. Again, indeed.com backslash locked on terms and conditions apply cost per application pricing not available for everyone. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken slash Locked on Predators also is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Now, and I love looking at FanDuel. We really enjoyed it over on the Locked on Kraken side last year, looking at the future bets when it came to the rookie of the year Calder odds and seeing Maddie B up there. But did you know that there is an entire section just for Bedard odds. How many goals he's going to get in his first season? How many assists? I mean, how many times he's going to pull on his skate, you know, laces? I don't know. It's just wild. All of that to say that you can definitely find very unique props, odds, money line, the whole bang and shaboodle over at FanDuel. So, Right now, new customers will get a $150 bonus bet package with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. So make sure you pick accurately. Again, we're talking spreads, player props, the whole Bedard suite of bets, and so much more. Visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on and kick off the NFL season on the right foot. And of course, make sure you check out the NHL odds as well. FanDuel, the official partner of the National Football League. Okay, we have to make some predictions. And as I said earlier, Anne, we like to remix them Mm -hmm. just a little bit. So, you know, sure, we can tell you who we think is going to win and how. what's the score going to be. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if instead we told you all of the different scenarios that have to happen for our respective teams to win and who are the players that we think are going to help us get there? So we're going to start with you, Anne, as okay. the away team. 
the Nashville Predators win tonight's game if? Ooh, there are a couple of bullet points to this one, my friend. You know, I think there are a couple things that could swing this Nashville's way. Number one, the Nashville Predators could win tonight if they come out with a hot start. The Predators have struggled. You talked about Seattle comes out great in the first period. Nashville has sort of been the opposite. There have been some games recently where they struggle to get to their game. If Nashville comes out and hits their game, gets to their game plan, gets going, skates well in the first period, that's going to make a big difference. The other area that's going to make a huge difference is going to be special teams, my friend. I know enough to know to be afraid of the Seattle Kraken power play. I know enough. And and Ellie Tolvanen, he's going to do to us what we wish that he did for us. So... The Predators' penalty kill have been struggling a little bit. I think if Nashville can either stay out of the box or if the Nashville power play can counteract anything that we give up on special teams, the Predators may be able to come away with a win. I think special teams is going to be key. And, of course, everything some days just comes down to UC Saros and Net. Yeah, I think that's a that's a fair amount of bullet points as you mentioned. And we need a perfect storm, friend. <laughs> so perfect game, and then we got it. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, I think if I'm being honest, the list is just about as long for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, so the Seattle Kraken win tonight if. And this is an important one. If we look at the stats, we've talked about this on Locked On Kraken. If we look at the stats, the now we don't have a lot of wins on the season, but the wins that we have been able to collect, whether in extra time or not, have come um, overwhelmingly when the Seattle Kraken are leading through the second period. So we absolutely, and that goes back to what we were talking about, whether it's momentum or just right. being able to manage a game, being able to play a complete 60. We have to be in a position where we are leading heading into the third period. I want to add to that because unfortunately we have seen the third period dwindle a little bit when it comes to our shot production. So the Seattle Kraken will also win if and when we outshoot our opponent in the third frame in particular. We've seen our team take our foot off the gas. And so I'm not massive on looking too much into shots on goal, just generally speaking. Right. That being said, I don't know why, and it goes back to what I said Jared McCann was saying, I don't know why we think it's like, well, we shot enough in the first period. I think we're good. No, 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 sir. No, sir. You have to keep shooting the puck. Even if you're in the lead, this goes back to game management. This goes back to something that Jordan Eberle says all the time, playing to win mm -hmm. and playing not to lose. Two different things. I love that. That is so true. Two different things. And so a shooter first mentality, particularly, I don't know who has the... Uh, algorithm for that but whatever the whatever the stat is for a shoot first mentality in the third period we need to be high on that and then finally I do think it's going to be Philip Grubauer in net I think that although we are going to need a solid performance from Grubauer I'm actually going to be looking at the defensemen but more so how the Seattle Kraken play in the defensive end our zone exits clearing the zone have not been great. 
Mm. Not been great. So if Nashville is good at hemming their opponents in the zone, that could be danger for the Seattle Kraken. I want us to be more assertive. I want us also to, when we are exiting the zone or clearing the zone, to do so thinking again with our offense in mind and not just all willy nilly. No blind. I hate the blind. Let's not blind pass. Why are we doing oh, that? Oh my goodness. Especially when, you know, the other team is coming and skating towards your goaltender. No, 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 no. I'm going to need you to square up darling and look at where you're tossing that puck. <laughs> I do a lot of look at your shirt, look at their shirt, pass it to the guy whose shirt matches yours. I really, I get that. Yeah. So those are, those are just a, a few of the things. Those are the most pertinent things I think coming off of what was in some ways a really great win for the Seattle Kraken against Tampa, right. but in other ways, if we're being honest, a frustrating win where we lost a lead and, and we had another game. I'm, I'm forgetting if it was, I think it was Florida. I was, it's either Carolina or Florida. I'm pretty sure it was the Florida Panthers where we lost the lead in 11 seconds. Oh, I mean, that's terrible for you all, but good to know. <laughs> I'm telling all the secrets, all like the this. secrets here. So yeah, again, going back to those fan duel odds, who's going <laughs> to score the first goal, the last goal, just know that the Seattle Kraken can lose a lead in 11 seconds. That should be a movie gone in 11 seconds. <laughs> And it's about hockey, friends. It's not about cars. <laughs> Gone in 11 seconds featuring the Seattle Kraken, a.k.a. Miss Maine. <laughs> yeah, Miss Maine. I love that. <laughs> if you had to tell Nashville Predators one player to watch from your team, who is that one player that's going to be somebody to keep their eye on when they're on the ice? We've already mentioned Ellie Tolvanen. And Ellie Tolvanen, we've talked about this on the podcast. I'm actually watching for him because he did – get his first goal, but it has not been consistent. We've right. seen, though, that the lines have changed a lot for the Seattle Kraken due to the aforementioned injuries. And I do think um, Ellie Tolvanen on his line, he's with Yanni Gord um, right now. Those two are the mainstays on that line. And I believe McCann has dropped back down to that line. Um, you know, I, I think that there's there's something there was some magic there when they had Bjorkstrand, but I do think Ellie Tolvin and you got to unlock him because you're going to get what you get from Yanni Gordy. Hard yeah. nose, winning the puck, and so if he's going to win the puck, then his line mates have to shoot it. Um, another player, though, and we talked a little bit about again with the FanDuel odds. We talked a lot about Maddie Beniers last year. Yes. But we have not seen him score yet. Yeah. We haven't seen him score his own goal. He's been involved in a lot of ways. I know some people are like, well, he's been working on face-offs. Has that taken away from his scoring chances? And I'm like, listen, if you're a centerman on a top line and you're focusing on face-offs, doesn't allow you to be able to shoot right. the puck and score, baby, maybe we've got other problems. <laughs> right, right. Clear some space on your tray, friend. Yeah, I'm going to need you to do both. It's not, it's not one or the other. It's a yes and yes. yes. It's a yes and a hell yes for that matter. So uh, Ellie's obviously because of the matchup, a player that both of us are going to want to watch. For sure. But I really think the answer is Maddie Beneers here. Yep. Okay. And you know, I adore Maddie Beneers. We got to talk to him at the NHL Awards show. You have one delightful young man there. Delightful young man. Don't really want to see him score tonight, but he is delightful. <laughs> 
he just makes me proud like to, yeah. to like be around him like you're up you're like a great human being he he was so delightful such yeah. a great first impression with him so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know love him as a person don't really need to see him score tonight to know anything yes well as you mentioned the game is tonight the Nashville Predators play the Seattle Kraken that's going to be 7 p.m pacific so that's uh nine o'clock oh, yeah. central and you can catch every second of the Seattle Kraken and Nashville Predators and their respective hometown broadcasts. Remember, it's John Forslund bobblehead day for us with the Sirius XM app on SXM app. Search either Kraken or Predators to listen to your favorite broadcast. But as always, I want to thank Ann Kimmel for joining me for this amazing Squidcast. Before we let you go, Anne, let our Locked on Kraken listeners know where they can find you and the Locked on Predators podcast. Well, you can find me on Twitter X. I can't quite get to just the X. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But you can find me there at Ann K underscore Mama on Ice. And you can find the podcast there at LO underscore Predators. And you can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook as well. Just search Locked on Predators. And for those listening on the Locked on Predators side, basically all the same things just for the Kraken. You can find Locked on Kraken on YouTube and anywhere you listen to audio podcasts, including Sirius XM. And you can find me and the show at Locked on Kraken because Twitter slash X still has me locked out of my own personal account. Thanks a lot, sir. You know who you are. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, that'll do. We're going to drop the puck tonight, but it's always love between Locked on Kraken and Locked on Predators. And yes. until the next time, and maybe we'll catch up with Nick on our next Squidcast. Thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the game. We'll see you soon.